You are listening to WPOE. The worst place on earth. From CBS Miami, Florida man tries to pay for fast food with bag of weed. Man, this is John Toggin from Port St. Luce. Loose in the goose, man. I got a piece of advice. You know them coppers are always checking on you, man. You got to be aware. So, uh, it was like last Sunday, you know? Sunday is the Lord's day. That's what they say. (laughs) Yeah, man. I was about to head down to the beach. New board, new waves, beginning of the season for the big ones, man. I had the sex wax, like, all greased up, all my equipment, backseat of the sedan, Pontiac. Yeah, that's my sisters. I love getting hand-me-downs, man. Whatever you want to say about it, you know what? It means I get a vehicle 100% for free. You know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> I'm feeling sticky, man, but I'm ready. I'm not one of those pock-faced shoebies at the Ron John, man. Ron John, surf shop, that is. The one, the only, Ron John. (laughs) Sound like this is a commercial. You know, but I mean, for a time I was one of them. Shoobs, dumb fucking preteen, just like any other piece of shit emo kid with bangs, you know. Oh, eyeliner on, like way into chemical romance. You've been there. You know, I heard they were coming back, yeah? I guess that's kind of lame. Yeah, I went to Warp Tour a few times. Man. Yeah, we got into like a mud fight. I guess that's what you're supposed to do. MXPX was refusing to play a set because there was like too much rain. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. A so-called punk rock band wouldn't play because there was like a few little tiny little measly rain clouds during the summer in Florida. <laughs> so the crowd was like way mad. Like I was like so over it. We paid for our tickets, man. So like me and my buddy, we were the ones. We threw the first mud balls, man. You know, we were just like a bunch of bored-ass kids at a PG-13 concert with a band afraid of a little electricity. Like, what the hell else were we going to do? And at one point, shit, my dude, man, he was like soaking wet in the rain. And he like throws this like huge mud ball like straight at a squad car. And it was like driving like two miles an hour. So it was like... Like mud, like right all over the right smack in the middle of the windshield. Now. We were like laughing so fucking hard that we were like pissing down our shorts. Like, I'm not even making this shit up, man. Like, there was like piss running down our legs while we were like running through the rain. So, I mean, that was probably the first time I ever got on the wrong side of the law. I mean, I didn't get caught, 
though. So, yeah. I mean, so it wasn't really the first time, but like that didn't happen until this past Sunday, which is what I was talking about, man. So, yeah, Sunday, bro. Pepper Park, man. That's where you get the nice curl. Yeah, dog. Everybody like lines up. You're basically shoulder to shoulder out there. They got sharks out there too, man. I've seen them. That's why I like, I like roll up my wetsuit when I can or just like wear like board shorts like old school. Listen, sharks, they don't really want to bite you. I saw a special about it. But if they do, they're going to leave a mark, man. They're like the big, dumb, like Rottweilers of the ocean. Kick him straight in the eyes. <laughs> That's like what my mom used to tell me, man. She'd say, kick him in the eyes, or you can kick him in the gills and just keep on going. <laughs> yeah, I would like try kicking one of those things when they got like a big bite out of your calf. Yeah, man, like that's not fun. All they do is see blood at that point. They're fucking Rottweilers, man, of the ocean. Like I said, bloodthirsty, though. And, you know, kind of dumb, but still. So, you know, so, like, I smoked a little before I went boarding, like usual. And, you know, I mean, come on, man. Like, that shit? Fuck, that shit should be legal in this state already, man. We voted for it, like, twice, and it fucking passed. Well, kind of. You know, I, I heard the legislators are changing the winning percentage mark. Like, we won 51% of the vote to legalize, and these people out there, they'd be like, we're going to change the rules. Like, oh, excuse me, the percentage has to be 54% or more for it to be a win. <laughs> like, what? I know math, man. Fucking garbage. Straight up garbage. What has weed ever done to anyone? Out here like healing people. CBD? Heard of it? THC? Why not feel better and get high, bro? That's all I'm saying. You're gonna like legalize one and not the other one? The plant comes the way it comes. It's natural. No one has ever died from natural, good, old-fashioned marijuana. Ever been to Jamaica? So, like, they're, like, fucking with it in a lab so they can make money off it and sell us some zombie-ass weed. I'm telling you, these people won't legalize it until they see a way to scam us with it, bro. There's certainly, obviously, profit in that shit. It's good for jobs. The economy, we all know that shit, man. Not to mention all the people in prison for having nothing on them. I mean, except like a bag, a fucking dime bag, man. I thought I would never be one of those guys. I mean, I'm just some stupid white kid. <laughs> I've never been in any serious trouble, bro. Anyway, back to the beach day. Sunday. I was stoned on my ass, like, as usual. And I had a great fucking day, bro. Sky was like cotton candy. You know, it was hot, but there was like a really nice breeze. And there was like not a shark in sight. And I caught a couple pipes, went straight through. No wipeouts. 
The water was like crystal, straight up glass. I mean, you know the beaches out there are so clean, especially if you get out there like Crackadon. That color blue, man, I dream about it. I dream in that color, bro. Constantly. I mean, there's always a couple of aggro dudes out there. They want to like claim a spot. Like, what's up? They want to like establish like a hierarchy. Like they think they run that shit. These are usually the same fucking dudes that are never ready when the shit counts. Like doing like the dick drag. Fucking froobs. You know what I mean when I say froob? Doesn't do shit the whole time they're in the water. Basically like a bunch of froobs doing the dick drag, acting like important. You just gotta tune them out, man. Find your zen. So that's what I did. And I shacked the perfect wave, man. I mean, like I dreamed it. Smooth all the way through. And people were like... Clapping? I almost cried, man. I'm fucking serious. I was like about to cry. You feel at one with nature, bro. In those moments, the ocean gives you a fucking gift. It's pretty rad. Then I got hungry. So, you know, and I'm not much of a connoisseur when it comes to food. Like, when you're hungry, you're fucking hungry, man. So, I like fast food. I'm not going to apologize. So I pull up to the fast food line and I order some nuggets. Those shits are the fucking bomb, man. And I know they're like all parts of the chicken that we shouldn't eat, like the ass and the knuckles and some titties and shit. But like, damn, those things are fucking tasty. I always get the munchies for those, bro. I wish they'd bring back that discontinued Szechuan sauce they rolled out to promote the movie Mulan. Yeah, that shit was the real bomb. I can still get down with the barbecue or like honey mustard, but like they are like a pretty distant second place and third place to the Szechuan. I can shred like 60 of those nuggets in one sitting. I'm not messing around, man. I swear to God. So I ordered and I totally forgot I didn't have my wallet. So what am I going to do? I try to give the dude behind the counter a bag of weed. I mean, it was kind of a joke at first, I guess, but I was really hungry and that weed was worth way more than that box of chicken ass and knuckles and gizzards, whatever those tasty shits are made from, bro. So like, I just had to haul it out of there. Who calls the cops on someone who doesn't pay for like 99 cents worth of fake meat? Fuck all y'all. All right, so, like, you may have heard that I got caught because I came back. Man, do I look like I have, like, a conscience about shit like that? I went to get some cash and come back to buy more nuggets and pay my dude back. That's when the coppers came out. Apprehended me. Made fun of me, man. Inside my own car. My sister's car. Made me look like a fucking loser. Loser junkie. My mugshot, like, all over the news. I don't like people making fun of my car, man. I eat a lot on the go, pulling out some moldy chicken wing and like crusty napkin from the back seat and like pointing at me and laughing at me. <laughs> like calling me a dirtbag, saying I jack off in my car. I do not. All right? I repeat, I do not 
jack off in my car, whatever. I heard it ended up in the articles too. Made me look like a real fucking scumbag. Come on, bro. This was like, I don't know, 1977. You know that guy in the fast food clown suit would have taken my weed and not called anybody, least of all the fucking cops. Like, he even gives two shits about output and customer courtesy and all that crap. Who are these people anyway, bro? Everybody needs to lighten the fuck up. So yeah, just for the record, that's why I needed the bail money. Because I fucking love chicken nuggets. And America hates weed. Have a nice fucking day. The end. I have friends who say, and I don't know if I believe them because they're high when they say it, that they can smoke a joint or several joints, I don't know, and like do stuff, like stuff, like creative stuff, like write a song or, uh, you know, write a movie script. And like, I can't even get out of my seat. If I smoke a joint. (laughs) Like, I can't. I, like, I get immediately incapacitated. Does that mean I'm not an artist? No. (laughs) That means weed affects you differently, which is fair. (laughs) It's a very diverse, it's very diverse. You're probably smoking an indica, too. Like a really sleepy one. You know, the strain. You're talking some weird voodoo. This is the California in me as I smoke a joint right now. You did move to California, so it's all different. It's legal everywhere. (laughs) We went right into the weed angle. We did. I think that's where I was coming from with the story because the headline grabbed me. Where did it grab you? He tries to pay for fast food with a bag of weed. Bless this man. Right. And he's like incredulous that it didn't work. And he comes back. He tries it again. That's why he gets caught. Mm -hmm. Right. But he claims he went back to like pay them back, which is noble. He's a noble. He's a noble pothead. pothead. We need those. We need more of those people in the world and less of the aggravated Coke people. Cocaine addicts. We need more noble potheads as opposed to uh, ignoble crackheads. <laughs> you know, crack was a terrible thing. Or President Adderall heads. You know that that's a thing, right? That there's a theory, and like many people uh, ascribe to this, that the sniffles uh, that Donald Trump expresses when he's speaking publicly and probably not publicly are due to his um, Adderall addiction. And what? what is it. he, an undergrad student? Like, yeah. what? who <laughs> well, is this guy? I mean... That's I not like true. Adderall doesn't do that. Undergrad student is giving a lot of credit where credit is not due. <laughs> do you know what I heard on that subject? What, Matt? No. 
he ships in from Europe the good cold medicine that has the pseudoephedrine or whatever. No, the co- codeine. The that was the good. Oh, codeine. No, I thought the good cough medicine had codeine in it. It's not cough medicine. It's the cold medicine oh. that has the stuff that you make <sighs> meth with. Right. And there were some pictures from like a desk drawer that was open in his office and someone got a picture. I, I don't know if it was fake or not, but it's logical that yeah. he would be taking these because right. in, in this country, if you buy them in bulk, you have to sign your name that you're not making drugs with right. them. Right. But if he's taking them daily for kind of like how people used to take the caffeine pills, right? he would have to have his name signed at the pharmacy or someone would. So he's probably just having someone get them from Europe. So there's no... Right. Documentation on that. Right. So that just opened up his glands and his nasal passages were dripping during the debate. Is that what I we're mean, arguing here? I think we're arguing Come that on. stupid people do stupid things. I think that that's really An in argument. theme with the story. Yeah. I think that's what we're doing here. So weed and drugs and Trump and Adderall and cough medicine and all that stuff, which I'm sure is all true. I'm sure he like snorts Adderall and drinks cough medicine and like, you know, does all kinds of other weird stuff like sticks like chocolate Easter bunnies up his ass. But (laughs) he enjoys it. So (laughs) why take that from him? (laughs) To each their own. But I want to talk about. Just for a second. And you you said that you'd done some research on this. So I want to hear about this. I want to talk about surfing in Florida. Because I'm from the Northeast. And the North Atlantic Ocean is very choppy. And there was like kind of a tiny bit of a surf culture. Like on Cape Cod. And then like uh, when I lived in New York. There was like, there were like these guys that owned this like weird like tiki bar in Brooklyn and they would like drive out every morning to like far Rockaway to like to like grab some curls or whatever it is that you do when you're surfing there's a lot Um, of lingo chop some rounds I don't know but I was I was always like but like that's not is that really surfing because like then I lived in LA and you know like then I saw like surfing surfing and I feel like it's like very different cultures. Like oh, there's different kinds different. down here. Like it's a different, it's an, it's an entirely different sport, but also an entirely different culture. Is that true, Jess? Now yeah, I've, I'm an expert now that I wrote this story. I definitely mm-hmm. grew up kind of worshiping this culture because it seemed exotic to me to have like bigger waves or like... I. Anyway, apart from me, there, yes, there is a culture. It's a mix of thrill seekers who uh, who want to uh-huh. catch a wave during the hurricane or like a heavy right. storm. So they get like serious footage on the rip serious curl, chops. whatever. <laughs> yeah, the they curls, get a serious yes, chop. Yeah, yeah. And then there's like, what is the other culture? They're going to chop some mounds, Jess. <laughs> They're going to you know? chop the mound. They're going to round the I don't the know willy. if any of these are actual terms here. They're going to dice the foam. <laughs> the thing about surfing in Florida is that 
it's not just the thrill seekers that go out during the hurricanes. It's the actual surfers because generally there's really not that much to surf here. That's what I'm talking right, about. Right. How can you how can you actually be a surfer in Florida? That's it's my a question. lot of wakeboarding and like wannabe shit. I'm not trying to make anybody mad. I just want to know. Listen, I was not actually a part of this. I just witnessed it. It was absurd. How do you right. surf in Florida? Where do you go? It's like wakeboarding. Is it like a bunch of dudes like sitting around waiting, waiting a very long time for a wave, but it doesn't seem like a long time because they're so high? <laughs> yeah. The only place you can consistently surf real waves in Florida, I think, is Sebastian Inlet, which is, you know, the middle of the state on right. the coast by Ron John. Yeah, right. Ron John. That's what I mean. We would go away and it was like a different world up there. Daytona. Let's get another sponsor and talk about Ron John. <laughs> I spent too much time in my preteen years in a Ron John with my family looking for things to take to the beach, looking for things to try on, things you don't need. For those of our listeners who are in Bahrain, and I'm just going to say this, 1% of our listeners are in Bahrain. Who is it? Um, How did they find out? I don't know. I don't get the names. I just get the percentages and like what countries wow. they're from. Let's talk about Ranjan. Ranjan is the, like a big surf shop, Yeah, right? it's, um, you can buy boards there. You can buy like Hawaiian floral robes there. There's like <laughs> giant fish tanks and TV screens playing the highlights from surfing competitions mixed in mm -hmm. with like ads for clothing and like alternative rock music videos from like the hottest new bands for 13 year olds. What are the hottest new bands for 13 year olds? Usually someone with a lot of bangs and a lot of feelings. That sounds like all of us when yeah, we were I guess 13. It's, it's highly relatable for the whole family. Yeah. <laughs> so... Ron John and surfing in Florida. Yeah. I've seen these guys. Like I, so I, I know it's a culture only, like even though it defies my ideas about what the ingredients you need, the natural ingredients you need in order to surf, even though that's true, I've definitely seen John the surfer like walking down Lincoln Road. <laughs> I've definitely seen that guy. He's wearing like floral board shorts that he's been wearing for so long that they're like totally bleached. They're almost white. And he has on like kind of like a Hawaiian shirt that is similarly bleached, almost white, like so white you can't really see the the lotus flowers anymore. <laughs> and, and the shirt is like open almost all the way, like maybe one button is buttoned. And then he has like a weird like talisman around his neck that he bought in Santa Fe because his sister lives <laughs> up there. And like he's got like the bald head, but like the surfy hair on the back. You know what I mean? He's like smoking cools, menthols. Yeah, you know it's the Matthew guy. McConaughey. But like the real Matthew McConaughey, not the one that sells Lincoln Town cars, like the real Matthew McConaughey. The one that plays bongos. Like, but yes. really plays them. The Beach Bum. Yeah. I fucking love that movie. Ooh. Really? Harmony Korean. I didn't good. see it. Wait, so in this hazy episode of Worst Place on Earth, it's appropriate. What music did we get? I just remembered. It is. It is appropriate. Oh, well, no, yeah, this is. Uh, okay, so someone needs to say this in French because. I don't oh, Hot Tension, I think. 
That's hot tension. I think hot, that's it. Hot, hot tension, as people hot, call it. Hot tension. Hot tension. Hot tension. <laughs> I don't know. Terrible. I'm pretty sure. That's um, it. <laughs> hot tension is what everybody says. Hot tension. That wasn't always their name, right? No, they were Mo Booty. And then right. Betty joined from uh, the state of. And oh, yeah. yeah, she's an awesome drummer. Hot Tension was born. They're awesome. Yeah, they're all so great. Monica Alexander. The funny thing is they sound very California yeah. to me. I mean, I know it's like, it's like, uh, there's like the surf punk thing that is very Californian, but like they feel like a California band. Yeah, they call me. themselves Surf Noir. Again, we come back to this place where it's like this weird, there's like a weird little niche culture in South Florida that is a tiny little sliver of California. In a yeah, way. totally. And I don't understand it because I don't practice. <laughs> I feel like Key West has a lot of the same flavor as like Venice Beach does or like Somewhere yes. where people just hang out and like old stoners float away, you know? Yes, that's Retirees. definitely true. Yeah. The keys to me are like, like if Cape Cod suddenly was not full of wasps. Oh, do you miss it? <laughs> where your people came from? But not really you, because you weren't paid members of or paid passengers of the Mayflower. Oh, right. Yeah. I don't know how much of this is true because I don't know how much of any of my family history is true because like white people just lie all the time about everything. Mm. Um, but my father recently told me a story that his brother uh, wanted to like know where the family came from. And so he uh, did one of those like Ancestry family. DNA? Yes, like the ancestry thing. And apparently there's like a direct line of, of my father's side of the family to the Mayflower, right? Now there's also some like really snooty elitist uh, club in America called the Mayflower Society. <laughs> and basically what they are is a bunch of old white pricks who sit around and talk about how awesome they are because like their families were the first ones to murder Native Americans. So my father's brother, having learned this, was like, you know what? Um, not the Native American part, but the, the there's a secret society part that uh, consists of a bunch of people who get to feel cool because they arrived to America on the Mayflower. So he contacted them and he was like, how do I, like I have this, proof this ancestry proof this ancestral proof and i want to like my i want my family to be part of this like the mayflower society the mayflower society is definitely not going to be a sponsor of our show <laughs> let's um, write them a strongly worded letter in calligraphy <laughs> send it by so, carrier pigeon he contacted them and he sent them the, the the ancestral proof whatever that is like a notarized family tree i don't know what it is like a cotton swab of your saliva. So we know you're a real um, boy and that you're supposed to be here. <laughs> that you're not a wooden boy. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they, they got back to him and they said, no, 
your family does not qualify because they were not paying passengers on the Mayflower. <laughs> and it, so it <laughs> I didn't know that like the Mayflower was just a cruise ship, but yeah, okay. everything um, is class warfare, just so we know. <laughs> yeah, from the beginning of time. But also, um, I guess my fa- the that part of my family did come over on the Mayflower, but they came over as indentured servants of some paying passengers. So they don't count their property. There's some rich person's uh, baggage. Some rich rich person's luggage. So I'm not in the Mayflower Society. I don't get to sit around and drink sherry and, I don't know, stare at the fire, fireplace. I don't know what they do. You should have bought a ticket. Yeah. I should have bought a ticket (laughs) back then. So the lesson of this story yeah, is, is that you're not welcome in the society. You're you're welcome in the fields, though, or in the back, <laughs> in the back, oh. or on the bottom, in the hull of the ship. I don't, you know, I don't <sighs> even know. I don't even know how I feel about that at all. Like I don't know. I don't know that it would have made me proud or whatever no. to like the May, that the Mayflower thing is like a thing at all for me, but. It was weird to find out that my family came over on the Mayflower, but then weird to find out that, like, white people are terrible Both to Both harsh realities. <laughs> Things you have to learn to become a real boy. <laughs> Caleb sounds like he's angling for the woke card. Am I? <laughs> Do I get a woke card? Do I get a gold Matt, star? Matt, that was harsh. And maybe true. You do. We're going to give you a big one. Where were we? I don't even remember. I didn't even smoke a joint. I don't remember. But you seem like you did. We were waxing surfboard Just like poetic. Him. <laughs> waxing <laughs> surfboard poetic. <laughs> uh, yeah, we got a little out of hand there, but it all makes sense. So there is surfing in South Florida, and there is also surf. This punk. is true. We stumbled on both. I things. love your characterization of John too. <laughs> What were we saying? Like, it was hard. That was, it was a kind of a hard character to play. Like, I thought it would be easy, but it's, it's actually hard because, again, this comes back to that, like, very particular thing that surfing exists here when it shouldn't. No offense. I mean, it's fair. I didn't, I didn't even know what the voice would be like. There's like the surfer guy voice, like, from California, like this. But, like, that's, like, not what it is in Florida at all. It's like right? this dirty Southern boy mixed with yeah. like a wannabe rapper and like, right, like a country singer, like an old drunk one. <laughs> it's like if you took a, if you took a trailer park in Georgia. And you took and it to a Ja Rule concert. <laughs> 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 they gave everyone in the trailer park free tickets to a Ja Rule concert. <laughs> and you end up at the fire festival. And you told them that he was the That's Messiah. That's basically that character in Spring Breakers that James Franco plays. That's a real person. Where is he from again? He's from like St. Pete. He's from Some Mike, white rapper from St. Pete, no? He's from Micro Braidlandia. <laughs> Look at all my shit. He's always like saying that. I'm an alien. I mean, He's like a mix of Lil Wayne and Hulk Hogan or something. <laughs> <laughs> We should make that cocktail a Wayne Hogan. <laughs> That's amazing. A, a Lil, Lil Wayne Hogan. It's just Galliano and Midori. 
like splash into each other on a cube. <laughs> right. With a peach schnapps floater and a fireball chaser. <laughs> you put a maraschino cherry on top on fire. You have to drink it on a hoverboard. <laughs> With light up sneakers on <laughs> and a samurai sword in your hand. <laughs> I'm going way off of the uh, Wayne Hogian path. Oh man, I love that world. Yeah, I gotta let go. The path of the the path of the surfer samurai for a second. <laughs> and did you hear about? Um, this is just something that's in the news. This has nothing to do with Florida, but there's a guy who is in the middle of his uh, divorce, like a contentious divorce thing, and he officially submitted like a paper to the court requesting that um, he and his soon-to-be ex-wife basically resolve the terms of their divorce with a sword duel. What do you, what do you call that? A, a duel of swords. A duel, yeah. A, a, a duel. A duel, but not with pistols, like a sword fight. I like your version and better. It would be on Netflix. Duel of swords. Duel of swords. And like, but so the, the judge is like, well, uh, that like they don't, it's sort of like frozen in court because they don't know what to do because it's, it's technically never been resolved. Like that used to be a thing in, in British law. And because we, we, we brought a bunch of like British laws with us, uh, on the Mayflower with my indentured family people um it's not illegal to settle a legalist dispute with a duel that's fucking awesome i should have employed this every single time i had a breakup no one even knows what the court's gonna say well i mean someone's gonna get convicted of murder but i guess these are ren fair people they're really into cosplay again we're in florida so like stand your ground yosemite sam style in a divorce, you could probably say, like, I didn't want to give up my house. <laughs> so, so we had a sword fight. <laughs> Apparently, when he asked the judge for the permission to battle his wife, he also asked for 12 weeks so he could get the proper swords. Oh, that's oh, right. My God. He wanted, like, he wanted these, like, specific samurai what a psycho. Yeah, totally. He had it it's planned like, out. It was like deep-seated fucking... He's like, I really need to get the right weapon to murder this woman. Gee, I mean, I guess that means you really respect your opponent, but... In the article, it even cites like what those swords are, like the traditional Like he didn't want swords. a prop I mean, one from a sushi house? He wanted to really slice her up. He's got his histories a little bit mixed up because I don't think in, there were samurai swords used in British duels. No, this is a Wu-Tang video. This is... Come to life. It <laughs> or... is. It is. It's kind of fantastic. It's Crouching Tiger, Hidden... Hidden Douchebag. Hidden Douchebag. <laughs> the judge just should have said, look, big shot, if you want to fight, we'll do it right now. In the court. You don't get 12 weeks Yeah, to train. Oh, yeah, he's going to train. I forget about this. Yeah. Oh, man. Wow. In all fairness, it is... His wife is getting those 12 weeks to train as well. He's like, that bitch is going to kill me. I better protect myself. Her counter to the judge was, yeah, I, I'll, I'll submit to a duel, but I'm bringing a gun. Oh, God. How do we get here? Jeez. I don't know. It's like sur- surfing in Florida, man. It's, it's actually all about 
samurai swords and hoverboards. <laughs> and Wayne Hogan. Wayne Hogan, the king of samurai surfing. Can we? Let's do it. The Wayne Hogan Show. The Wayne Hogan Show, and it's yeah, it's like Hulk Hogan with a samurai sword on a. On a but he's like half lizard. 